we go, here we go, loop-de-loop, -loop. round and round we go. Where it stops, nobody knows. This is Straight Cast Outdoor Cartoon Television. The Maniacy continues. I'm your host, Pat Remwick. We are live from the Forestwood Cup 2018 at the uh, some convention center in Arkansas. I'm not even sure where the hell we are. But we're, That'd be we're, the Hot Springs. Hot Springs Convention Center, says Mark S. Copley. Give it up for Mark Copley right there. Hey. Yes. Woo! Woo! Yeah. Look at your adoring fans. That was a round of applause. Yes, the the S is for uh, superstar. 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 Or Copley. just sexy. Yeah, yeah, straight up sexy. <laughs> that would be Not, big sexy. <laughs> big sexy. <laughs> big sexy to you. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, that voice you hear over there and see is FLW Tour Pro, the one and only Billy McDonald. He's in. Hey, my old buddy from way back, my correspondent. From the Bass Buzz Radio days, correspondent. I Cor like that. Yeah, you. I, I just thought of that. Like wow. Like about twenty minutes ago. Sounds good. I, don't, I can't spell it, but yeah, it does sound I, I can't good. either. But I wish it when you were doing the radio show, I would have thought of that correspondent thing. Hey, we could have kept it wet. Yeah, you know. <laughs> 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 Hashtag keep it wet. Hashtag why, keep it wet. Why don't you use that on Instagram, Billy? It'll probably be there from now on. <laughs> and well. sitting all the way to the right is Ryan Popcorn Whitaker. Yes. Hello. Hello. Ryan Whitaker to... is answering your questions on the social media. So if you have any questions for Mark Copley, but not Billy McDonald, feel them to Ryan. Yes. Please ask me questions. Yes. I, like I am questions. ready. Yeah. I'm good questions. <laughs> but seriously, man, known you guys for a long time, friends from past, present, and future. And, and the, you know, you guys were both um, predominant fixtures on the Bass Buzz radio show, where I, where I cut my teeth. We have uh, you cut your made a uh, <laughs> couple of uh, appearances. Yes, and, and, and it's a whole evolutionary process. And, and my question to you guys is, how do you feel about the evolutionary process of bass fishing media? Okay, and I'm gonna feel that. Hmm. I'm, I'm getting. I'm going right off the bat. I'm going for the throat right at, right off the bat here, Mark. Because you know, Billy, you know, it, it, back back in the day, the whole social media thing really wasn't as much. Wasn't there. It wasn't there, and if it was, it was very minuscule. You know what I mean? And now it's evolved, hasn't it, Mark? It's really evolved. Absolutely. Well, for example. At Strike King and Lose, we do a annual writers conference. It's not a writers conference, but that's what it started as. Sure, it was writers. You guys that's, go to Kentucky Lake and whoop it up, right? There were no social media, no communicators. Right, right. Uh, but you know, with radio and TV and video and internet and YouTube and this and that, I mean, it's it, there's a full gamut. Yeah, a absolutely. And 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 Billy, we see you on social media all the time. Your your progression has gone whoop, you're climbing the mountain in, in social media also it's just it's mandatory it, it is it, it would it be would it be appropriate to say that it may be a necessary evil it's is a, evil a bad word to put in it's there it's a very necessary evil okay <laughs> evil may be a strong word but <laughs> but i mean you know you mentioned billy climbing yes if only his height would climb as high as the social media numbers. He'd be a giant. He'd be a I, megalodon of the industry. I carry a five-gallon bucket so I can see. <laughs> Went so to Home Depot yeah. right before you got here, yeah, didn't that's you? that's right. <laughs> I got yourself a bucket. <laughs> but, no, it's, it's kind of it's, 
it's crazy because what we see here in the industry is a whole different um, type of bass fishing professional that he's evolved out of um, social media. Now, my definition of a professional fisherman is someone that makes a living in the fishing industry. Okay? How about that? Uh, that, I mean, that's what I'm saying. But now um, it seems that it's come to the fact that everybody is a professional fisherman. There's so many professional fishermen now. self Proclaimed. A professional wisherman. Profe- yeah, there, there. there we <laughs> nice, go. Nice, Ryan. That's 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 a congratulations, Ryan, on that one. You know, we just popcorn. Yeah. Now we know why we have Ryan with us. Yes, exactly. I think that's a JP quote, though. It, prof- professional wisherman. Professional that comes wisherman. from JP High, the hip hop fisherman. He said it once. I don't know if it's an original. <laughs> but but how did this happen? What, what do you think? What's your take, Mark? Well, I think you've got so many different ways for people to communicate nowadays. You and it's it's not like you had to have a radio station or a TV station to get that message out. Right. Uh, social media is obviously a huge thing nowadays. Huge. With, with YouTube and Facebook and um, the tweeter twatters and the, all that. The tweeters and the I, I, I'm not a tweeter. I don't think. Right. But, uh, Instagram. Maybe a Twitter. Uh, but it's <laughs> you know so us as a. Uh, someone in the industry with with products that we sell, it's great for us because the more we get the word out about thing, you know, a, a certain rod reel or lure or anything like that. Sure, um, it's good for us. I, I, absolutely, it is. So the the increased exposure from um, basically for next to nothing is oh absolutely is is what it comes down to. Oh, I look back in the days of of. Uh, even before cameras that are affordable now, uh, to do a TV show, you had an investment of several hundred thousand dollars, not only in, mm-hmm. in camera equipment, but also in editing equipment. Sure. Uh, and it was along, you know, with the invention of, of newer and, and less expensive cameras, uh, anybody, if you've got a laptop, you can edit now. Yeah, uh, easy. Doesn't mean that you have talent. <laughs> but anyone can go out and edit something together. I remember Bill Dance telling me a story. But speaking of investment in equipment, I remember Bill Dance telling me a story uh, a long time ago about how um, he had invested so much money, his company, into the, the equipment for making his television show. And they were they were doing a show one time, and his his cameraman went to take a nap by a tree with the camera. And it, when his cameraman woke up, he he forgot that the camera was there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so in other words, who knows what was going on with that cameraman? But <laughs> but he woke up and the camera was gone. The, the 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 cameraman left and left the camera. Okay. So long story short, they're they're at the restaurant afterwards, and Bill's like, Where, "Where's the camera? Where, where's the camera?" And the guy's like, "I don't know." Bill Dance goes back. And then he gets back to the to the site, and uh, there's somebody holding his camera. And Bill's like, uh, "That's my camera." <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> the, the only times I've seen Bill get mad on TV is in those bloopers when the cameraman falls in the water with the camera. That, that's right. That should, that's that's that tells point. you it's yeah. how much how expensive <laughs> that is. It's a small investment there. So, yeah. I mean, losing one camera at that phase of Bill Dance's career could have been just you know. Oh, absolutely. It, it could have been a devastating effect right there. There's no doubt, but it brings it to it now. I mean, you can, we can do, um, 
We can do shows with cell phones now. Yep. You can do, Which is crazy. It, 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 that's the evolution of the... And high quality. That's what you yeah. don't understand. A simple iPhone shoots in 4K resolution. I know. Now, it's not the same as a more expensive 4K camera. It's still 4K resolution. It's pretty close. It's yeah. pretty stinking close. Yeah. And also, in the evolution of bass fishing has come to fruition the technology to make amazing baits. And, and I say this most sincerely with this show is not sponsored by Strike King Lure. Or, but I've used Strike King for years. The evolution of Strike King and the quality of the baits, no matter who people are, whether they are sponsored by Strike King or not, they pretty much everybody's got Strike King baits in their boat, oh, man. Absolutely. <laughs> How does that make you feel? I mean, everybody, that, everybody does. It's, it's, I, had a, I had a conversation with an undisclosed bass fishing elite series professional um last weekend and he and he's like i wish i was sponsored by strike king i mean he flat out said it he, uh, he's like they got the best stuff out there and everybody's using your stuff man how does that make you feel a, a, as a representative of a strike king company oh it's got to be satisfying absolutely it is you know it's we've been very blessed uh at strike king uh in the fact that we started just a little over 50 years ago and started as a spinnerbait company that was bought out of out of uh, Bill McEwen's garage when Charles Spence bought it. Absolutely, and I think I think the first um, the first hard crankbait, I guess you could put it as that I ever caught a fish on was a Spence Scout. The old I have one. Do you? I do. <laughs> I got four or five of them still. You do. You all got all kinds of stuff. Stashed. I wish I had a balsa one. I know. And that's I, what I've got. He's got the balsa no. shop stuff. He's got the shad bait, and then that that uh, flat side that uh, Mark but Rose stole from him. Do he's you got have all one that. that's made out of gelatine? The, the old gelatines, Yes, I remember Who's those. Tongue? <laughs> Jelia. If you're not met Jelia. He's an Italian I'm, I'm guy. Because <laughs> I got a Jelia tongue. No, that's that special wood, the Jelia tongue yep. wood, that for yep. a while the uh, Charles Spence was having a made out of that yep. stuff. And it was kind of like, um, it would have been a predecessor to, like, I guess, the, the size of a bait like your new KVD 1.5 DD, maybe just a little smaller than right. that, actually. Right. And uh, that was a fish-catching machine, dude. They were. It's, you know, it's. The funny thing is, it's not like they still won't catch fish today. Of course they will. But everything is cyclical, and you always got to have that latest, greatest, which we, yeah. we try to do, and that's, that's how we push the bar is we look at trends, and, you know, we try to find something that's out there that, uh, or if it's not out there, to make it. Don't be surprised if it don't show back up. <laughs> well, I've heard that about the balsa shop baits, too, from you guys, mm-hmm. and that still hasn't shown back up. Rose hopes they don't because there's not many of us that's got them left. I know know you got some in Greenwood, though, don't you? I guarantee you. Don't you? But but, now I'm going to take credit for something here, okay? You might as well. No one else will give you credit. Exactly. (laughs) It's my show, so I'm taking credit for it. So uh, I'm going all the way back, Bass Buzz Radio days. We're going back 10 years ago. All right. Or okay. When did the KVD 1.5 first come out? When, what was that? It was right before Kevin won the Classic on Lake Catawachi in New Orleans. It was about 2011. 2011. It was about three months before the Classic is when they came out. They had already started coming out a little bit. Um, gotcha. And funny story, and I'll let you get it. Sorry, no, I just, no, I just hijacked going. you. That's fine. Take over, Mark. So, Kevin, <laughs> the, Kev, the bait that Kevin fished with was – Supposed to be a chartreuse 
chartreuse blackback. The Chattawaka Coochie mm-hmm. Special. The mm-hmm. Chattawaka Special. Well, yes. the funny thing is, the ones that he got, they had accidentally left the gill plate and the black mark on the black circle on the side off. Right. Well, just had the red and the gill underneath. I mean, exactly. Or just it, underneath. It did not have the on the side or on, anything on the side. Right. Well, people didn't want to buy a black a chartreuse blackback. They said, no, that's not what Kevin wanted. I want the one he wanted with. That's right. So now we have the Katawachi Special, which does not have the black dot or the red gill plate, and we have the regular 535 chartreuse blackback. Hold your tongue and say Katawachi Special. Katawachi Special. <laughs> that's, that's phenomenal right there. So here's where I'm going. My now. tongue's that, nasty. That, was, that was phenomenal. And so I'm not home. <laughs> yeah, Billy was over going, I'll do it, I'll do it. Negative. So way back, so I guess it would be about 2012, so about seven years ago or something. What year is this? You know, uh, still, still 18. Still 18. So seven years ago or something, when you guys were on the Bass Buzz Radio Show, I'm like, this 1.5 is the most amazing bait. It's phenomenal. But you know what we need is a 1.5 DD, okay? And then, and Billy's like, don't worry, Pat. It's coming. It's coming. It's, it's coming out. And then you guys come out with the uh, flat side version of it, mm-hmm. okay? So the, Billy was like, oh, it's, it's going to be here this year. And then all of a sudden you release the flat side version of it, which is a great bait. But it took this long for you guys to bring my idea to fruition of the KVD 1.5 DD. Well, it, it's coming. It's coming. And why is my name not on the package? <laughs> Some guy with three initials said something about he wanted his initials on there. I'm calling bullshit right now. <laughs> <laughs> Some, some jack leg. Yeah. <laughs> That's some, the magic of fella. a bass fishing talk show right there. Yeah, it's, <laughs> That's a, it's, it's Mr. Jack Leg. Yes, exactly. Uh, okay. Well, I don't know. He hit me in the face with a spinnerbait one time, so he's still just a jack yeah, leg. And he probably, Seems like he does that a lot. He can do that from a distance, that a too. And, yeah. You know. yeah, but the fun part of that one was it was from the inside out. What? Okay, outside in. Outside, outside in. Outside cut it all the way through. <laughs> oh. Yeah, we were filming on St. Clair. Okay. And, you know, Kevin throws a seven-foot-six spinnerbait rod. Right. And he lets it hang out about, you know, 800 yards. Fires it like a surf caster. And I'm down there with the camera. This was back when I was filming our TV shows. And I'm down there with the camera. And I'm sitting there like this next thing. I know, whack. Smack you. Hits me right upside the face with a half-ounce spinnerbait. Put a oh. hole in my cheek. Did he really? Yeah. Jesus. All the way through. Oh my gosh. And then he's looking at me going, oh, God, dude, this is bad. Dude. I, he said, dude, at least... 800 times. And I said, okay, well, let's go. He goes, well, wait a second. got to do a close. <laughs> so what do you do? Put I duct said, tape so on? it's not that bad. It's not that bad. <laughs> he just duct tape and super glued it real That's quick, right, didn't yeah. he? And who paid for the hospital bill, Strike King or Kevin Van Dam? Well, he did stay with me at the hospital to make sure that Good. I was okay. Uh, go ahead and tell the rest of where he stayed and held your hand. He stayed and held my hand. I didn't need my – I don't know why he held my hand because I really didn't want my hand held, but he held it anyway. You actually could have used a cold compress on That's the right. Teeth, it was not happening. It was not happening. So I'm, I'm fascinated by, by this um, 1.5 DD. So does – and I have not thrown one yet. Even though it's, it's money. Is it hunt? Oh, yeah. And that's what – it started – Probably seven. When I gave you the idea. Yeah. Well, that's that's the story, and you can stick to it. Okay. Um, <laughs> anyway. Um, back to the show. Back to the show. No, it just, it, our thing is we're not going to release something unless it's right. Gotcha. And it was just not right. It didn't hunt until we, it, it took, I don't know how many 
different prototypes to go through. This one's money. This one is it's that same hunting action, but you can get it down to nine foot deep. Right, and it'll wow. still bounce off a, off a cover at those still depths. Bounce. And that's what a square bill is designed for. A square bill is designed to hit something and deflect. That's the beauty of a square sure. bill. Sure. Hey, and just think of it this way. It might be better than our competitors' bait that everybody's hunting for. It's no longer made. Ah, uh, like really? The old WW. Mm-hmm. You know, the, yeah. It might take some compound W to Hashtag get rid of it. Green but, uh, Phantom <laughs> Craw. You know, <laughs> just saying. Really? So I haven't thought of it that way, actually. So the buoyancy is still that of a KVD 1.5, yet it still has that deflective and hunting action that that WW has made. And this is still a square bill? It's still a square bill. And it just gets down. down. What's making it get deeper? The bill bill is a little longer. Okay. Uh, But it just, a a lot of it was uh, working with internal weighting and getting that right uh, and just making sure that it had the perfect balance, the perfect buoyancy. um, And it's just... When Kevin's, here's the thing, Kevin's not going to put his name on anything if it isn't ready. Right, like the, like the KVD jerkbait. Dude, seriously, how long did yeah. it take for you guys to get, it, that's an example of getting something right. Yeah, yeah. and it took, it did take a while. And But the thing is, is that once we nailed it with the J200, which is the shorter one, the two-hook model, right. and the J300, which is the three-hook model, we had it nailed, then it made it that much easier to get the deep model done which will go down to about 12 feet. Mm-hmm. I still think there's a niche bait there or a niche area where we make a J200 deep. Yes. Gotcha. Yes. Please. Yeah. That, 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 <laughs> I won't have to wrap lead, lead wire on the hooks. So um, that's my fit. That 200 is amazing. You can really it's, do it's a, a lot with it. It's a perfect profile for what you're trying to do with a jerk bait. Yeah. So in an evolution of, let, let's use hard baits for an example. Um, is it done all on the field or is it done in a, a controlled test environment or is it a combination of both how, how does straight king go about that it's it's a combination of both it's uh there are a lot of um our pros are very involved in the process of making baits the way they should be uh they're given to them they're tested with them and we take all those comments in, and every, and we listen, and like, hey, it doesn't do this, needs to do this. Uh, that's all taken. So, I mean, the process, that's like with the 1.5 deep. It's a process of it takes a while to get it where it's that perfect bait. Right, and, and I see that. So does the same thing apply with soft plastic baits? Is it, it the same kind of? Or is that something that's easier? Are you? Looking it's a little at- easier done in the fact that you're looking at a mold, and but I mean, you still got to make prototypes and, um, and and look at actions, especially if it's like in our rage tail action. Uh, I mean, that's a very unique action uh, that's been patented. That uh, right. Uh, I don't know. There's there's a couple baits out there that, and we're talking about. There's a lot of guys out there, especially on, and Billy, correct me if I'm wrong, but on, on, on both the Bass Elites and the FLW Tour, that whether they're sponsored by us or not, uh, a lot of them have rage crawls or rage bugs in their boat. 100% mm-hmm. and menaces. And menaces. The menaces are huge. And those baits might not be in the manufacturer's bags, 
They yeah. might be in a brand X bag. Yep. That, that's right, or just a clear plastic so, baggie. Well, the, so yeah. somebody say doesn't get in trouble for throwing the wrong bait. Sure, and it's, <laughs> but uh, no, it's it, it makes it, it it. I get warm and fuzzy when I see. And what's cool? There's a lot of guys out there that they don't care if if they catch it and win it on something they talk about it sure. absolutely that's i mean and, we, and it's not because we gave it to them as they should and I because think. they can get busted out a lot easier oh. now because of the bringing yep. it back to our initial social, social media, media thing media. and the coverage of the sport yeah. and, mm-hmm. you well, know nice. so it's kind of like okay yeah i did you know you know we we saw it with um with gerald swindle at the last bass master classic he had said you know hey I'm not sponsored by uh, by the Z-Man Jackhammer Chatterbait, but I got about six hundred and fifty dollars worth of them in the bottom mm-hmm. of my boat right yep. now. Yep. You know, it's because you have to do something like that. And you know, the, the honesty in that helps with 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 the public, and they understand. You know, he didn't he didn't it wouldn't give it. He doesn't have to say that about that. Bait. Exactly. So right. exactly, right. and and I think Billy nailed it too with that um, that. As far as in bringing it back to that undisclosed elite professional that, that had shared with me about that, everyone is throwing Strike King baits. And I think that that is probably the most popular brand thrown by anglers that are not sponsored by them. It, it's a complete package. You look at Strike King. Right. What, yeah, everything. What do we need? I mean, we got flipping hooks. Sure. We got spinner baits, we got buzz baits, we got all the hard baits, we got topwater baits, we got all the plastic baits, we got the tungsten weights, we got the Carolina weights. Got crappie bugs. I mean it's it's a one stop yeah. shop. Sunglasses. Sunglasses. Yes. You know I mean? They're affordable. Yeah. You know, that's kind of our yeah. mantra is that we want to to put the best affordable bait out there. Then anyone can go and purchase it. And I'm going to tell you another example. You have crushed it, too. Yeah, crushed it's amazing. It. Thank you. Yeah. Another example of it, too, is a direct effect on a competitor's square bill crankbait. And I'm going, to, I'm going to just flat out say it. Look what happened with the Lucky Craft 1.5. Okay? Awesome bait. I'm mm-hmm. going to tell you, it, it's, a, it's a great bait. And there, there, you know, there's two plastic square bills that I throw. It's a, it's a Lucky Craft and a Strike King 1.5. But I think what happened was you... As a company, striking as a company, actually kind of forced the hand of Lucky Craft to bring their prices down. Mm-hmm. And, and, and correct me if I'm wrong or if I'm just looking at things the wrong way, but I mean, I, we saw Lucky Craft 1.5s go from from 15.99 to to 7.99 and 6.99 and 5.99 because everybody's buying the KBD 1.5s. It'll do the same thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, is that is that an accurate statement? Maybe, you know, and honestly, look, people charge, I don't think any people sit around and say, hey, I'm just going to charge this for this because this is what I think. I mean, there's a cost analysis that goes into it. Sure. Uh, I'm sure there's some things that made that price point be that way. Right. Uh, But you're right. I mean, who knows? Sometimes they say, well, are sitting on the shelf for not helping us. We, we may have to bring it up. I think it is a direct result, and and that's something that happened there. Don't, and that's nothing negative against Lucky Craft. I not, think not at all. No, no, no. no not Man, they at make all. a beautiful dirt bait. A- a- uh, absolutely. And a gunfish, and, a, and they make sure. some beautiful stuff. Mm-hmm. A- absolutely, they do. But just a, just another example of the of the um, the impact that that striking lure company has had on the fishing industry all the way back from the Spence Scout 
do the evolution of the, the rage baits to the 1.5 to the 1.5 DD, the entire spectrum as, as Bill McDonald. And it's said. not going to slow down. It's not. <laughs> and uh, one thing, my, my favorite thing about buying a bag of Strike King plastics is the inserts. The Those plastic shell, inserts. Yeah. If I buy a bag of any other plastics where the plastics are all just in there, there's five of them I'm going to throw out because the tail's crimped sure. or whatever. They're going to be perfect King, They're going to be shells. good. I don't even look. Just pull it out, rig it, throw well, it. And the same thing with our crankbaits. Our hard baits, pull them out of the package, they work. Mm-hmm. You know? Exactly. It's not something you got to pull out of the package. you got to spend 15 minutes trying to tune it. Right. It's got the right components on it. It's set up the right way, and it works. Billy, what's your favorite flip bait? You had to pick one right now. Yeah, Rage Bug. The Rage Bug, and that seems that seems to kind of give him the choice of water temperature. Ooh, <laughs> what am I going to flip? Okay, yeah, uh, sixty-two degrees. Rage Bug. Rage Bug. Fifty-eight degrees. Rage Bug. Uh, Seventy-nine degrees. Rage Bug. Rage Forty-five. Rage Bug. <laughs> Let me tell you something. The Rage Bug is the most <laughs> uni- is the most universal bait that I think Strike King has ever made. It's a flipping bait. You can swim the bait. It's a trailer bait. Sure. It's amazing it, on a swim jig. It's a Carolina rig bait. And you can do different things to it. Yeah. You can size it down. So if mm-hmm. you're getting too much action, trim off those side uh, flanges. Exactly. You know. Cut it down. If you're going to put it on a vibrating jig, you know, you can lay it flat ways so it swims like this. Mm-hmm. Turn it sideways. Pull one arm off of it. Swim sideways. I mean, there's just so many different things you can do with that rage bug that if I'm going to carry one plastic bait, it's a rage bug. That, that's the one. And why did it replace the rodent to you? I know you used to just love that oh, I, rodent. And I still throw used to snuggle rodent. with rodents There are times night. when a rodent is, and it's, so if, it, if that, to me, if that water is 50 degrees or less, I'm probably going to throw a rodent because it's a little less action. Mm-hmm. But, I gotcha. You know, there's there's More a time subtle. and a place for both. If I'm punching heavy cover, I'll throw a rodent. It'll slip in a little easier than a rage bug. I agree. Gotcha. And okay. if I don't have a rodent, I pull two arms off. <laughs> and I got a rodent. And then he's and back to the rage bug. There it is right so, there. So, like I said, I just, overall, it's the most universal bait, I think, that they make in plastic. It is, and it's... um. It's kind of taken the, uh, the the soft plastic industry by storm, and there has been um, numerous numerous attempts at duplication of that uh, of that rage mm-hmm. that whole rage process. Mm-hmm. It's flattering, but it's frustrating. <laughs> so when you say it's patented, how are people getting around that? It's it's in the flange that's patented. Okay, uh, there's only a certain way. There, they can get really close. But there's a, there's certain, and I don't know all the exact specifications of what it, but there, I mean, trust me, we watch. I'm sure you have to. But uh, look, it's it's like it's the most sincere form of flattery there is. Sure, a- absolutely, a- absolutely, it is. The uh, what's what's next for 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 Strike King? What's in the works? Give us a little sneak peek, a preview, an exclusive. You were at ICAST, weren't you? I was not, no. Oh. He missed out on some good stuff. <laughs> well, clue us in. Catch us up. <laughs> Have you seen the Mega Dog? Yes. I've seen the Mega Dog. The big crossover. Think about what that bait can do. The big old dog walker. It, the big dog. The big dog's in the house. And nice. Yes. Big baits catch big fish. Absolutely. But it's a no-call bait. 
It's a no it's a no call bait. That's a great. But but think about what fish are bigger than bass. Stripers. Stripers. Mm-hmm. Peacock bass too. How about big giant redfish? Whoa. You yes, want to catch a big redfish on top water? That's the deal. You talking about flushing the toilet on a thirty-five pounder? <laughs> oh, boosh! <laughs> Absolutely. Or tarpon. 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 Will have check. your heart checked before you go try this. Yes. <laughs> and there's no little tricks that you can do, and that, and I've learned this from because I used to film our TV shows and working with our saltwater guys. There's little tricks you can do because there's always grass when you're fishing the inshore. So take a circle hook. Take the regular treble hooks off. You put two split rings and then a circle hook on there. It flays up fine, and then you could walk it across grass. Wow. Ooh. Oh, what about this? Let's take the back hook off and connect two together and make a mega, mega dog. A mega dog. Move and over then a little dog and let the <laughs> mega dog move in. What do you think about catching maybe two big giant fish? Have you ever thought of you asking George Thorgood if you could use the rights to uh, to, to his song "Move It On Over"? Uh, briefly, briefly for, for the Mega Dog, but then it didn't briefly work. Thought I about thought it. about it, and then I, then I also thought about what George would probably say. You know, we could yeah. do that, but for a price. For a price. Yeah. He thought about it, then and he it, thought about something and else. And it'll cost you more than a few Mega Dogs. Uh, affirmative. Yeah, I don't think a lifetime supply of Mega Dogs would even cut it. Uh, it Mark, is it true that um, that Bill McDonald is Randy Powers? There's rumors out there. That, that's that's what I'm hearing. <laughs> I do like a jig. I'll put it that way. His jig game is strong. I got, I got a strong jig game. <laughs> Look, I got to tell you, just, I don't know who it is. Okay. And I don't want to know. But I think it's been good just to kind of just keep, throw some stuff out there that may, you know. Keep some people in check. That people wouldn't say. That, to me, it's one of the funniest things. Can it get out of hand? I'm sure it can. Yeah, but like anything. I watch, it's I, I, I watch I love, every day to see what he's got to come up with next. It's it's like okay, Randy's at it again. And who knows? We he may back, be here. We texted she night. May, we don't know if it's a here yeah. or she. That's the other thing. We panicked the other night. Like I said, it come on that that Randy Flowers was out. He's done. And then like I'm panicking. I'm texting Mark. And, He's texting me, and then all of a sudden, it come up, and Randy Flowers posted. He said, I'm back. I'm He's back. back. I, I did a screenshot and sent it to Mark. I said, we're still in business. So, <laughs> so heard, Randy, if you're listening, please stay around. Don't go uh, anywhere. Yeah. I heard it was the ghost of Doug Hannon. That's the <laughs> it could be. Is that true or no? I don't know. I literally, I honestly don't. Someone said, you know who it is. Or, well, or well, he's on or, your pro, pro or staff you. for crying out loud. And I told them, I said, I will bet you my house and every dollar I earn from this point forward that, A, I don't know who it is, and, B, he is not on my pro staff. <laughs> He's on everybody's pro staff. He's on everybody's yeah. pro staff. <laughs> and, look, I'm not a better. So, for me to say that, that that's not, not a that betting was, man. That was a sure bet. Not a betting man. Hey, uh, guys, seriously, always a good time with you guys when we get together. Man, I love full contact TV and radio. Yeah, this is. is fun. You want to practice karate in the garage after we're done? I know. I really wanted to wear a helmet when we did this. <laughs> I got a question from what, Asian Carp. Oh, wait, Kent Brown has Andy, the producer, is yeah. uh, chiming in here. Kent Brown has a question. So it's for Copley. It says, the show that Cody and he did at Clear Lake, is that better than the show that him and Zona did, in your opinion? That me and Zona did? Yeah. Oh, Kent could never keep up with me. No. <laughs> <laughs> Tell, 
Cody did really, really well. I'm not so sure about Kent. (laughs) Also, James Overstreet says, Copley, that's my dude. That's my dude. (laughs) J.O. is my man. I actually thought about J.O. I actually thought about stopping off on the way over here to go go see my homeboy. One of the best photographers in the business. James, set your standards a little higher, bud. So we we play game shows here, and we we don't feel that it's appropriate to leave our guests without playing a, a bass fishing game show. I like shows. Yeah, so I like we're, games. We're gonna play a game, and we'll, we'll we'll switch it off between the two of you, and let's play um just the quick tip with these guys. What do you say? Ah, yes. It's time for just the quick tip with Mark Copley and Billy McDonald Strike King edition of just the quick tip. The first goes to you. Just give us a quick tip right now. Prop bait. Prop bait. Quick Prop tip. Bait. Quick tip. Put a little electric tape in front of your line on your line in front of the knot. Oh. For no tangle? What? Ooh. No line around your prop. No line. That is a great. Ooh. Wow. Wow. That could be the best tip ever that we just got. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Is that, that works with break. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. I couldn't give a tip. I've never thrown a prop. Okay. Well, well, we'll we don't make, make one. You just solved a lot of my problems. Uh, okay. We'll make it easy for you. Okay. Keep going. Let's play just the quick tip. Mark Copley's turn. Here it is. Right now. You ready? Mono digging this music. It's, it's bass fishing porno. That's what it is. It's amazing. Mark, don't get into it. <laughs> I'll stop. Here you go. Spoon plugging. Oh, we go from fishing porn to spoon plug. <laughs> Mark Copley. I don't spoon know plug-in. what we're plugging. Spoon plugging. Hmm. <laughs> Put a little lead tape on your spoon. A little lead tape on the spoon. Get it down there, Buck Perry style. Man, two tips of tape. Buck Perry style. You got to be careful. It's got to be the right amount. There it is. Just, just, <laughs> I ain't touching that one. Just the quick tip. Just a little lemon tip. Mark Copley. Right there. I thought my mega dog tip was a really good tip. It, it was. It was. But we, that, of course, that, I saw it. See, I, that's like me. I just kind of throw a little Hail Mary and get it done quick, and then I, you know. Throw that Texas leaguer up there. The problem was we were in timeout, so it didn't work. <laughs> Two-minute penalty. Billy Max, just a quick tip. Floating docks. Floating docks. Floating docks. Mm. Skipping jig. Skipping jig. Mm-hmm. The floating docks. Swim the jig underneath the dock and kill it when you get to the edge. What, what is it, the structure bug or the Andy uh, Montgomery jig? I don't know. We're throwing the Andy Montgomery jig, jig with a structure bug on it. Look at that. Look how he did that right there. That was nice. That was amazing. That was amazing right there. I could have answered that one. You you could have. Mark Copley. Finesse worm. Finesse worm. Mm. Just a quick tip. Carolina rig it. Carolina rig it. Wow. Whoa. Little Mark Copley songbook secret weapon. What is going on over there? People fighting? No, there's a girl getting no, in a casket. in the casket. Oh, that's that boat casket. Oh, glory. There. Yes. Oh, glory. It's kind of obscene. How did, you know, how did you know her name? <laughs> uh, this is, There's just something just a little freaky about that. If you're looking for the straight if cast booth. If that lid comes down. We're, we're directly across from the boat <laughs> casket booth. You can find the straight cast booth right 
next to the boat cast. Good I hope, question. I about hope the that's boat not casket. an omen. <laughs> Why does it have an engine? Who's driving? Uh, Jesus. The driver's dead. God's driving. That's it's headed to All glory. Right. Always, always. Here it is. Last one. Just the quick tip to Bill McDonald: fishing the laydown. Fishing the laydown. You want to drag it? You want to touch it? You want to bump it? That is a quick tip right there from Bill McDonald's. Drag it, touch it, and bump it when you're on the lay down. Now that is a bass fishing. And make sure that you can apply on several things. Yeah, and you keep it wet. And you keep it wet. <laughs> Words of wisdom, hashtag keep it wet. Bill McDonald's. Hashtag keep it wet. Hashtag keep it wet is Soak the new Strike King slogan that has come out now. Mark, thank you so much. Pat, Bill you. McDonald, thank you. Thank you, Pat. Uh, amazing. Hey, uh, for all of you, this concludes our, our broadcast for the day from the Expo Center here in Arkansas for the Forestwood Cup 2018. We're about to go to the weigh-in and check things out, but we will return uh, tomorrow morning. What time? At like 10 o'clock this opens up or something tomorrow, Ginge? So we'll be back around uh, tomorrow. Until then, uh, put the power poles down and don't go anywhere. Just wait right here for us. We'll be back tomorrow morning. I'm Pat Renwick. Peace, Bass Galaxy. Hashtag keep it wet. Hashtag keep it wet. <laughs> <laughs>